Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to September, our first September 2021 edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as always. And Larry, I see we have a guest in the studio today, and I recognize the company, but maybe not the guest. We just met a few minutes ago, so tell us who we're having here with us today. Today. Good morning, Sandy. Good to be here. This is flying by. The summer's, I guess the summer's about gone now because we're in September already. Wow, it goes way too fast. So, um, you know, in the past we've had Riverstone Law on a couple of times, I think, and it's always a super interesting show, very informative. Well, now Alan has moved into the role of this sort of thing. So, Alan Jack Moll, Jack Mont, tell tell me again, please. I don't want to screw it up. Hello, I'm Alan Jackma here with Riverstone Law. Thank you for having me today, Sandy and Larry. I'm pleased to share this time with you. And I'm really looking forward to sharing my knowledge about credit reports in that industry. And again, that's Alan Jack Mott here. Jack Mott, right. thank you. And uh, Alan, uh, a Belgian name you were telling us? Uh, Jacques Mo would be a proper way of saying it. But yes, of course, I'm, I'm very proud of my name. And I, I hope that many will learn it today and be able to contact me directly regarding these credit report scenarios. I'm chatting every day with my clients about them and having outstanding success. So I look forward to sharing my knowledge and expertise today. Well, thanks for being here with us and uh, talking about credit repair, a very important topic, Larry, that we uh, talk about fairly frequently on this program. Always great to have an expert on credit restoration, always very informative and important for our listeners as we've reinforced many times over the last uh, four and a half years or so. Many times, Sandy. It's, you know, we talk about the, the three things that we look at in the mortgage business. We look at FICO scores, we look at income to debt ratios, and we look at the, either the down payment or the equity in the house. And probably one of the most important, well, not probably, it is one of the most important, is the FICO score. So <clears throat> a lot of people have have had or experienced some credit issues, some FICO score problems, and maybe not through their fault, but just stuff happens. I think there's probably a large percentage of the population that have, have misinformation on their credit. So, you know, Alan, we found your company several years ago, Riverstone Law. It's been a great industry partner relationship for us. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and imparting all your wisdom to our listeners. Yes, of course. As you mentioned, those FICO scores can be somewhat of a deal breaker in a lot of loan programs. So it's a great thing to look into, and it'll pay off not only in those short-term financing goals, but through years and years and years through the rest of our lives. So it's very important to learn about the topic, and I'm happy to be here today. Alan, please tell our listeners about Riverstone Law and how your company does serve and can serve the SEL customers. Yeah, so at Riverstone Law, we're an assembled team of legal experts that are really leveraging credit reporting laws to our clients' benefits and leveraging these to expedite timelines for improvement of credit scores and also the achievement of financing goals. For example, the Fair Credit Reporting Act is a is a law that's not leveraged enough in consumer and clients' own interest, best self-interest. Basically, these creditors are going unchecked in many, many cases across the board. So what we want to do is be able to turn around and put that leverage into the client's hands by 
sending out investigations underneath this Fair Credit Reporting Act. That'll then put the proof of burden on the creditors to prove any information that's on the credit report, resulting in possible deletions of information that could be detrimental in holding back the scores, thus resulting in the expedited timeline for achieving your goals. When you talk about exercising leverage, I presume that you mean that it's leverage that a lot of people don't know exists in terms of their rights. They're just not aware of them. Not only aware of them, but hesitant to challenge the creditors, these large financial institutions, (laughs) it seemingly seems. But certainly nothing will change if we don't challenge and contest these items. So it is important, highly important, to leverage these laws to your own best interest and challenge these creditors creating in these potential deletions of erroneous information and files that sometimes cannot be proven by the creditors at all. Speaking of making listeners comfortable, you're regulated, right, by the state? Yes. This industry is highly regulated. You have to work for a law firm and be represented by a a legal law firm to offer credit repair in the state of Colorado. So absolutely, we're highly regulated. Everything is by the book, and we always just work towards the best interest. Again, this is leveraging a law. There's really no consequence or thing that could happen negatively out of this scenario. It's very important to just leverage this law to see the possible benefits of it. So when somebody like me gets a credit card statement every month and that particular credit card company lists my FICO score, don't take that as gospel is what you're saying. That's certainly true. You won't want to do that wholly just on the score because there's different calculations across the board and that advertised to you at one place could be quite quite a bit of advertisement and marketing, leading you to believe that you're in a better financing position than you might actually be at that point in time. So it is quite important to always focus first on the accounts and what's on your report rather than getting caught up in those scores and those calculations because they'll vary quite a a bit from place to place. What what would you consider the range of variation to be, or is that impossible to say? I find myself to be a smart guy, but it's it's so many calculations exist in the market and a lot of variables, and, and you know you don't really have that control over what calculation will be used. So there's so many variables there. I don't think that it's really the ranges are there, right? So if you see a score, unlike Credit Karma, I mean, you have a range, right, of something that is there, but you can't put enough confidence into that alone to go and apply for financing. Because when you apply for financing, there's a hard inquiry done. Whether you're approved or denied, no matter what terms, you have an inquiry on your credit report that is then setting you one step back from your original goal. So you have to have the highest amount of confidence whenever you're considering financing. Otherwise, you'll get into that kind of downward spin cycle of applying, applying, and continuously hurting your own credit through these inquiries. We know that, Larry, you can be at SCL more flexible with credit scores. Banks will say 620 and 619 might as well be 519. (laughs) Uh, They're pretty rigid. You're a little more flexible. But still, even in your world... 20 points, just 20 points can make a huge difference. That's right, Sandy. We we have the ability, as I've told our listeners in the past, to go down to a 580 FICO score. 
Um, and we do a lot of loans in that range from 580 to 620, where a lot of other companies will stop. So that that's a huge benefit to us and a benefit to our customers. But you know what we also do, Sandy, and Alan, I can tell you this, is when we see a 590 or 580 or 604 FICO score, we usually see room for improvement by doing this, this, or this. So <clears throat> even though we can help the customer today, the better the FICO score, usually the better the interest rate and opens the door to more loan programs. So that's when we get them involved with your company, Riverstone Law, to say, hey, you really should check this out. Because one of the things I really like about you guys is that it's not, hey, give me $5,000 and I promise to fix your credit score. Well, that, <laughs> that just doesn't happen. Unfortunately, those companies are out there. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're uh, – we could we could look to do this, and you're a pay-as-you-go kind of company. Is that still correct? Yes. The structure of the payments and the billing is all in a monthly service, month-to-month okay. Okay. service fee. And with that, it's in alignment with us sending out investigations on the client's behalf, which by law take a certain time frame of time. Sure. Right? And in coordination and in a parallel path with the investigations, we're also providing positive coaching every step of the way and guidance to ultimately lead towards that that goal. But at the end of the day, yes, it is overall a month-to-month service, but it's important to leverage that law in at least a few times over and really challenge yeah. the creditors because yeah. kind of going in blindly without ever leveraging it will really set you up for the worst-case scenario most times. Oh, I think people should use an expert. Absolutely. If you don't know that inside and out, then you really need an expert in your corner Mm -hmm. let's uh be a little more specific if we can and and tell our listeners alan uh you obviously can describe it better than we can just how credit repair works with riverstone specifically and why you're different better than say other companies might be what's the distinct difference I would that our listeners should know about. Absolutely. I appreciate the question. I definitely want to start off with the personalized approach. On the very first interaction communication call with, with myself personally at the company, I'm reviewing every bit of the credit scenario with the client, looking at every item and providing positive coaching on one end and identifying opportunities for improvement on the other side of that. So it starts off with that really fine, detailed look at a credit report with the client, understanding the goal and the time that they have in mind. And then from there, going after the every opportunity that we possibly could with the client's approval to expedite any deletions that could be there. Instead of waiting for these natural statute of limitations, want to expedite that timeline. And then our you know expertise with these positive accounts and how to best manage those accounts will really maximize the score potential. I mean, it's great to have positive accounts established, but if you're not actively implementing a strategy to derive the most points possible, I mean, why even have the accounts? I mean, you really got to juice this for what you can and get the most value out of it. Saving yourself money, tens of thousands of dollars a year, if not hundreds, depending on the situation and the financing goal. More with Alan Jackmott coming up. And of course, uh, we'll have uh, various questions to pose that uh, we usually get to, including those regarding interest rates coming up. 303-790-2222 is the number for SEO Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com will continue with Larry and Alan next as the SEO Mortgage Show continues on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. And the SEL Mortgage Show rolls on for the September 4th. This is our first program, of course, for the month of September as the summer closes out. And uh, Larry, always uh, an appropriate time 
to uh, tell our listeners how interest rates are going. Last week, you had some concern later this year, in the fall, about the possibility of interest rates going up. And I still have that a bit of that concern, Sandy. Now, the the Federal Reserve just met in their annual meeting in in, um, Idaho, and they came away saying not very much. So everybody, everybody always looks for these big, you know, earth moving statements and we're going to do this and we're not going to do that. But usually it's not so much. You know, we're going to look at this and we're going to continue monitoring this. And, and the big thing is about, um, tapering the, um, the, the, uh, I just lost my train of thought on what it was called tapering of the asset purchases. And as long as the Fed is buying mortgage-backed securities, interest rates are going to stay good. Well, they're talking about tapering that off a little bit. So that was my concern. If that happens, we could see a rise in interest rates. But every week I come back to you and say, Sandy, interest rates are still really, really good. And they are. So it's it's all good news for our listeners again this week. But don't procrastinate. You've still got time, but let's not uh, let's not wait and say, "Oh my gosh, I wish I would have done this or wish I would have done that." So, we will bring in our guest Alan Jackmott here in just a second from Riverside Law, but uh, Larry again to reinforce the point. Still an excellent time for people to refinance. Absolutely it is. If you it's still I make the statement if if your interest rate is 4% or more, you've got to please give us a call because it's not just about the interest rate, it's not just about the the payments that you can save each month or the amount. Maybe it's a couple hundred dollars, maybe it's more than that. It's about how long you're going to stay in your house. How much equity do you have in your house? What could you possibly do with that equity to save yourself some money? Maybe you want to build up your cash reserves. Maybe you want to pay off some higher interest rate uh, credit cards. And, and Alan, I'm sure you can comment on that in a second or two. Why do we want to pay 19% interest on a credit card if you don't have to? So that's, you that's, you're right. Absolutely. So I, I want to, it's not just me. I want to get your opinion on that in a little bit as well. Well, so, I, yes. I, I want to jump in here quickly and ask you both the same question. Um, Alan, uh, if you could tell our listeners what made you want to get into the credit restoration business and what's been the most rewarding part of the business for you. You're a very young man. Larry and I are just slightly older. <laughs> Not much, but uh, no, you're a very young man. Uh, what made you want to get into this line of work? I think that I've growing up, you know, personally experienced the stress that financial burdens can cause on not only an individual, but a family as well. And that led me into always wanting to desire some form of a financial advising path, you know. And what I've kind of come to realize and get in, into the credit restoration industry is just how widespread the lack of knowledge is across this whole country on credit reports and the credit industry. And what that's really ultimately causing is a huge stress on on a ton of people regarding their financial situations. And most, much of the stress really comes from the fact of lack of knowledge and just lack of education regarding the industry. So for me, it is 
very rewarding to be able to provide that financial advising in a personalized format to my clients. And I, I understand that, you know, the client will work with me for a time period of their life, right? But the knowledge is forever and it'll always be there. Surely laws might change, but I want every customer that I work with to ultimately become a credit expert themselves. Knowledge is power. And I ultimately feel incentivized and motivated every day that I go to work with that thought in mind there. Larry, it sounds as if Alan is expressing uh, the same core values that you hold at SCL. And I know you've told us for years when we've had partners of yours on our show as guests that the sharing of those core values is the first thing you look for. Gosh, what a, what an incredible um, response. I'm sitting here listening to you, Alan, and you said a number of things that are, that are profound, but you said, I know my client will only be with me for X amount of time, but the knowledge will be with them forever. Great line. Perfect. I mean, that, that's really powerful. So I don't know if you just made that up or if it, <laughs> I know it's in your core values. I could see it in your face, mm-hmm. but that's really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I think, informs uh, listeners a great deal, whether we're talking to Alan today or you, Larry, about the reasons you got into the mortgage uh, lending business more than 30 years ago. I was introduced to the mortgage industry 33 years ago by a friend who thought I would be very good at it. Well, that friend was right, because the mortgage business involves helping people with probably the largest financial transaction in their lifetime. And I really, really enjoy that. And additionally, I've always been attracted to real estate and finance, which are both integral parts of the mortgage business. So I've been very blessed to do what I do and do it well in an industry that I love. Well, that's, I think, uh, in summation, the reason, hopefully, all of us work right, and want to continue to work, uh, whether we're young like Alan is or older as we are. <laughs> well, what's the saying? If you, if you can make a, a living, a good living doing your passion, yes. it doesn't get any better than that. And I think the three of us sitting here are doing exactly that. Uh, are these partnerships in and of themselves some of the most rewarding aspects of doing what you continue to do? Larry, you yourself individually and your friends, associates at SEL Mortgage. You know, I spent a lot of my 33 years as an originator helping tens of thousands of people refinance or buy their homes, which was very rewarding for me. But now over the last six years as an owner of a mortgage company, I've been able to guide and grow the company with a lot of very talented people, a lot of really good industry partners. And our folks have great character, good work ethic, and it's a it's a team effort with all of our industry partners, and that becomes very, very rewarding for me. So we all need each other, and the saying is uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Well, Alan and his company are, uh, are a part of that. And you need good teammates, people who think of the collective, uh, think in terms of collaboration. And I've been continually amazed in the four and a half years, give or take, that we've done this show together, how many people you depend on and how many people depend on you as you forge these partnerships. And you've only been in business with your doors open for about six and a half years, a little more than that now. So all these partnerships, 
These aren't partnerships that existed 20, 25 years ago. These are partnerships, and I know a lot of the guests we have on are people who are young and vibrant and passionate, and these are all partnerships, so many of them, that you forged in a relatively small space of time. You know, we have, and it's, um, you know, I I've, have the benefit of doing this for 33 years, but after a while, your 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 gut starts talking to you, and your experience comes, comes to life, and I know when people say something, and then they do exactly what they say, and they do it over and over and over again successfully, and if there's ever a blip in the in the road or the radar, they come to us and say, hey, we're having a little bit of an issue here or a struggle there. So that that's our motto. You know, if there is an issue, we put it on the table, we talk about it, we fix it, and we move on. And that's how partnerships and relationships uh, grow and, and strengthen and can last for years and years and years. Well, we certainly appreciate uh, the conversation, and there will be more ahead with uh, Alan and uh, his company, of course, again, is Riverstone Law. Alan Jackmott, our guest today, Sandy Clef with Larry Jager. And coming up next, and Alan is certainly free to jump in on some of this, our customer email segment, uh, one of our favorite segments uh, here since we began doing the show in April of 2017. That's what's coming next. Customer emails right here on the SCL Mortgage Show on Sports Radio, 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clef, Larry Jager, Alan Jackmott from Riverstone Law, our guest. And before we get to customer emails, 303-790-2222 is the phone number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And uh, we want to take a few minutes here before we get to the emails to talk about not only our show, which airs every Saturday morning between 7 and 8, But to remind people that the Sunday edition will continue Sunday mornings at 7.30, a 30-minute show that you have been doing with Orlando Franklin, but uh, we know Orlando's on his way to San Francisco, and we have some changes that you'd like to announce today, Larry. We do. Uh, We're going to miss Orlando, as as all of you here at the fan will, but... Orlando, if you happen to be listening, actually, I don't know if you are because you are on your way to San Francisco. So literally, <laughs> yes, he may not catch the show, but he's he's been a great um, a great train driver, a great uh, host of the the Saturday show. Or I'm sorry, the Sunday show for uh, gosh, it's probably been a year now. But we wish him all the best in his endeavors with the 49ers. And yes, we are going to have Parker Hillis sitting in. Wonderful for uh, for the foreseeable future. And Parker's done this show for me uh, or with me a couple of times, and he's pretty good. He's, and he's also partnered with you. He ha- he's he, done some business with SCL. He, that's Parker. right. He's a customer of SCL. In fact, he is, uh, I think it's okay to say it on the air, but he's under contract to close on a on his house with his wife. And everybody's very excited for him. It's, it's, a, it's a really cool time. I know how excited he is about it, so we look forward to that uh, yeah. on Sunday mornings, and uh, that is a September uh, change, along with uh, uh, other uh, changes that will be ongoing here at the radio station uh, as uh, we uh, uh, look to carry on uh, without uh, Orlando. But of course, I share Larry's sentiments. We uh, wish oh, all the best. He will do a great job with the 49ers, and uh, I have a feeling that uh, he will be doing this uh, uh for uh, some time to come, 
and uh, hopefully have time uh, within a very busy NFL season to, uh, at least in the offseason, uh, be in touch with us and uh, uh, continue to uh, communicate with us here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. All right, let's get to the emails. Okay, so I have a whole bunch here, Sandy. I don't know if we can get through all of them, but we'll get started. Curtis emailed us and said, right to the point, please contact me about a bank statement loan. Well, you know, I was mentioning to you earlier, Alan, that people don't say uh, the general questions. I can tell they've been listening because they want to talk about our bank statement loan, which we talk about a lot for self-employed people. Two years self-employed, we don't have to use your tax returns. If there isn't enough income on the tax return, we use your bank statements. And in most every single case, we're able to get people qualified that way. So thank you, Curtis. I'm sure you're working with one of our loan officers right now. So this came from Danette, who said, uh, oh, Alan, you would be able to uh, help answer this. I would like to set up a face-to-face meeting with a loan officer to discuss a refinance. We have some have had some credit issues in the past and were recently turned down by a very large mortgage company in town. So it sounds like uh, we could both have a customer here, Alan. Mm-hmm. What we have done in the past is with the customer's permission – we will introduce them to you with their permission, send you a copy of their credit report, and then introduce the two of you, and you guys go from there, correct? Exactly. We would want to understand the specific criteria of why that client was denied in the past, and it's important to move forward and expedite the improvement of the report rather than trying again to apply, because again, that will put an inquiry onto the report and further hurt the score. So we want to be able to work through whatever scenario that client is experiencing and achieve the goal in, a, in an expedited time frame by focusing on positive account coaching and working against those detrimental items. That's the definition of a partnership right there. Okay. Uh, Let's see. This is from Alyssa, who said, I've been working with a loan officer through, uh, I won't mention the name of the company, but it's a very large company back east. He told me that despite an excellent credit score and having some assets, I would not be eligible for a traditional mortgage because I deducted business expenses and reported a loss on my personal returns. He said, I might be eligible for a hard money loan or a non-traditional loan. Would you be able to offer something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, it just so happens, Alyssa, that's exactly what we do at SCL Mortgage. We have all the traditional loan programs that everybody offers, but we also have a lot of non-traditional programs, whether it be you know a lower FICO score or it sounds like a bank statement loan for yes. you because you've written off a lot of expenses, which you certainly are entitled to do as a self-employed person. So thanks very much for listening and and getting a hold of us. And again, uh, talk about your bank statement loan program in terms of uh, credit scores uh, that might be different from those that would be applicable to conventional loans, let's say. That's a great question, Sandy. On our traditional conventional loans, FHA in particular, we can go down to a 580. On the bank statement loans, 620 is the minimum FICO on those programs. So obviously, if the score is a little below that, we look at what can we possibly do? What can Allen and Riverstone Law do to get this 620 or 6, in this case, if it's a 65 or 610, what do we do to get that to a 620 or better? And you would know that, I'm certain, in your analysis within 5 or 10 or 20 minutes, right? I was going to ask you about that, Alan. Well, How long would it take yeah. to make that determination as to 
what the customer would have to do to go from, let's say, 610 to 630. Yeah, and I appreciate the the opportunity to speak on this because in the consumer's words, the client's words they use might be able to be approved. I hate hearing that because that shows no confidence really in yep. the scores on the accounts themselves. And we're talking about a range of points that's it's not 100 points difference. It's in kind of in a smaller, tighter range. Right. So with that in mind, when you're looking at a reporting app or an agency and they're giving you a kind of a rough understanding of your score, there's a lot of reason to believe it's going to be highly different when your right. team, Larry, pulls you the score. So with that client in that mind, we want to focus in not so much on the score, what they're seeing, but rather those accounts. And what mm-hmm. are we doing to actively derive as many points as possible yep. from that credit report score? So it's something to instead of kind of going into with like it's a gamble or a risk, you want to go into it with a lot of confidence. Of course, there's always underwriting criteria, but we want to have a lot of confidence before we just go apply for that loan there. Perfect. Perfect. OK, so Tyler emailed Tyler. Yes. Um, although we refinanced with you less than a year ago, we have gained a ton of equity like to see if we can refinance again to eliminate PMI, private mortgage insurance, possibly get some money up for home improvement or just have money in savings. Sounds like all the boxes that, that we talk about very frequently. Tyler, thanks for listening and emailing us. So it's not uncommon that we have done a loan for people nine months ago, a year and a half ago. Interest rates are, are even better than they were a year and a half ago, two years ago. And the equity we've seen, all the appreciation we've seen over the years. So maybe it does make sense. So I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, absolutely, Tyler, this makes sense for you. We need to look at the picture. We need to look at the whole picture. What is your rate and payment today? What's it going to be on the new loan? What are we going to do with that cash? Or how much cash do you need to accomplish what you want? And it's it's similar in your world, I think, Alan, in, at Riverstone Law, because it's not one answer is the answer to every credit report, or it's not one answer from our loan officers fits every loan, because every loan is different, every credit report is different. So it's kind of an analysis that you have to go through to give somebody options, right, in your world as well? Exactly. You have to actively be tracking the information that's on your credit report because errors are all too common within the credit industry. There's so much reporting going on that goes highly unchecked most of the time. So you have to actively be monitoring what's on the report. And yes, absolutely. That'll, that'll ultimately lead into a, a better, better loan funding there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Uh, moving along. Daniel emailed, I'm reaching out because I'm looking into possibly taking out a home loan. I am self-employed with Uber, and I'm wondering what you need for proof of income. I'm assuming you use bank statements for proof of income. Is that correct? This is a well-informed listener right here, right, Sandy? (laughs) Daniel knows that he's self-employed. He's likely a 1099 person paid on commission with Uber. Right. So we will look at his bank statements to prove his income as opposed to his tax returns or, or his 1099. So, um, like I said, Al, remember, our, our listeners are very smart. They, yeah. they are dialed into what we have, what they need, and what the possibilities might be. So, okay. So, um, Blake emailed us and said, interested in a refinance to a better rate and securing cash uh, to finish our basement. We see a lot of that these days. I think more of that in the last year, frankly, yeah. year to year and a half now. Well, you think about all the equity that people have accumulated over the year. Now, maybe we could put that equity to work. Maybe we can pay off that uh, credit card with 19% interest. 
Maybe we can finish our basement, which we haven't done and have wanted to do, but maybe didn't have the cash available to do it. Well, now it's right there in your home. So you're going to improve the value of your house and you're going to accomplish something that you've thought about or wanted to do for some time. So it's kind of a win-win, win-win, and you get a better rate and, and maybe the payment goes up very little. So and it's a great time. Yeah. And Larry, that's a critical time to review the financial report and what your account status is because surely paying down the credit card sounds good, right? But you also want to maintain a certain balance range on those credit cards to ensure that you're managing some risk and demonstrating that to earn the full amount of points. And a lot of times my customers will come to me, oh, I, I have some money available through cash out refinance, something like that, I'm going to pay down this loan. Well, in some cases, installment accounts are actively helping your credit report. Yes, yes. And to pay them off, you'll be removing all the history of that successful payments from your credit report. So it's absolutely critical to review financial decisions with the legal expert before just going ahead and kind of thinking logically that that's going to help. And it doesn't always have that end outcome for the client. Yeah, customers don't know that. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. That's why they need the advice of an expert, and you can see why they're our partner, right, Sandy? He, he knows credit. <laughs> He's right on top of it. And again, we have time for one more, I believe, Larry. Okay. You got one um, more? Yes. Derek emailed and said, I have a few questions about refinancing my home, taking out some equity, uh, paying off some bills. Uh, he goes into how much money they make. Their current interest rate is four and a quarter, so we can do much better than that. Absolutely. And Sandy, you will appreciate this. I listen to you on the fan every Saturday going to work. Your company seems honest, dedicated, and customer focused. Words right from Derek, not me. So <laughs> we're doing some things that's right on the show, Sandy. Terrific endorsement. Isn't that? Right that's, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. And we see a lot of these. So. Thank you, Derek. We very much appreciate your business and and your compliments, and um, we're going to be able to help you out. All right, Curtis, Danette, Alyssa, Tyler, Daniel, Blake, Derek, thanks for your emails this week. We'll do this again, of course, next week. Uh, Most every week we do it uh, right at this particular juncture of the program. Uh, Alan Jackmott is our guest from Riverstone Law, and we'll continue with Alan and, of course, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, 303-790-2222, the number for SCL Mortgage, myspecialmortgage.com, and we'll talk about the percentage of Larry's customers that actually can use some credit repair assistance. Maybe it's a higher percentage than you might think. We'll talk about that next. The SCL Mortgage Show rolls on. Sandy Cleft, Larry Jager, of course, as always, and Alan Jackmott from Riverstone Law is our guest. And Alan, I know you were listening during that segment. You wanted to expand a little more on the subject of PMI. Yes, private mortgage insurances is added on to a loan and it often is uh, generally when the situation is when you have a lower credit score or when there's less of a down payment available. Exactly. Yep. So from there, it's great to get your loan closed and achieve your dream, right? Owning a property, land, one of the number one forms of wealth in this country is achieving that very goal. Now, it's coming at the cost of this PMI insurance. Um, this is highly expensive over time. So it's great to help us you know, achieve the goal working through the credit report, that primary goal we're locked in. But we actively want to work towards that refinance and shed ourselves of that PMI because that is going to add up to tens of thousands of dollars if we're not careful. Great. Really That's appreciate that. Uh, Larry, uh, we talked about this before the 
last break a few minutes ago. What percentage do you think of your customers can use some credit repair? And do you refer them to Riverstone Law? And tell me why you settled on Riverstone Law to be your industry partner uh, on credit restoration. Well, Sandy, that percentage of people that can use help is very, very high. I think the the question or there's a percentage of people that absolutely need credit repair or credit restoration, and that's not something to be embarrassed about or put your head in the sand. It is what it is for whatever reasons, um, good, bad, or indifferent. We're not here to judge people by any stretch, but whether it's a it's a you know sort of a major overhaul or a, a lot of fixes on the credit report that Riverstone Law can certainly help with, or maybe it's just some advice. Some, if you did this and this and this, you know, people may say, like Alan referred to a minute ago, I've got this cash out. I'm going to pay off all my credit cards. I don't want any debt. That's not always the best thing to do because that will literally drop your scores in many cases. So whether you have a, a, you know, a lower FICO score and you need some help or you have a pretty darn good FICO score, but you want to make it better, (laughs) there's just about everybody out there could use some, some help or some little tweaking or some, some major repair. So that's why we use these guys, have used them for years and our trust factor uh, with them is really, really high. So we know that when we refer a customer of ours to them, they're going to be treated exactly the same way we would treat them. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. You want to work with the best in the industry. Fellas, I want to get back to a point that we touched on earlier. And you mentioned it again there, Larry, a few minutes ago when you said that Sometimes people get nervous about their credit scores and they feel a little embarrassed if they're lower than these people think they should be for whatever reason. And a lot of the challenge for both of you is to get people to understand that there's no shame attached Uh, particularly to uh, the idea that you may have one mishap or even a miscalculation that somebody else made that had a huge effect on your credit score, and it's not even your fault, but still you feel maybe in many cases some embarrassment over it. Well, overall, even a good credit score can still set you up for paying much over and interest rates higher amounts than you really need be. So it's actively necessary to go forth and and work on your credit to to derive the scores you're looking for and to have those better deals and terms. In terms of the debt utilization on credit cards, that's uh-huh. actually making up 30% of the credit score pie right off the bat. So, oh, so interesting. And then that 30% debt utilization is going to be split into slices based upon how many accounts that you have. Now, it's important to implement a strategy for each one of those individual accounts to derive that huge chunk of points that's possible there. Actively not doing so. We'll leave a lot of points on the bench, I like to say, and uh, we'll, we'll leave you facing worse terms on, on loans and uh, and deals. Interesting. I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize that about that usage. And you know, I, I've had people tell us in the past, I'm, "I don't want any more credit. I'm not going to use credit. I don't like credit." Well, credit can be to your advantage. Exactly. You can be yeah. to your your benefit. I mean, mm-hmm. you we, FICO scores like credit usage, but paying it off or paying it down. More yes, importantly, paying it down. Yeah. Right. Keeping large balances on, on cards is a, is a big hit to your FICO score. And so if you, 
even if you use it for gas or groceries or something, then pay it down and 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 but keep using it because if correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, but I think credit and FICO scores like some credit, not 15 different credit cards, and they like usage but keeping the balances low, and they like uh, constant usage of it. Or I've had this credit card for five years as opposed to getting new credit cards every year. Tell me I'm wrong or tell me I'm right. <laughs> it's great to have a, a variety of accounts, right? Okay. But having so many accounts can, if it's an excessive amount, 10, 15 credit cards, yeah. then what we're running into is just a headache of a month trying to manage all these payments and this right. and, and you're not achieving an overall greater purpose on that credit report for right. having more accounts in all, in all cases. Now, variety of accounts is important, but and, and also it's reducing the importance of each individual account when you have so many. So it's important to really work with an advisor and understand where you're at right now. If any at all accounts would be beneficial because certainly you need some accounts to manage and, and right. demonstrate that you're managing risk appropriately, but it's much less than one when anticipate. You're not necessarily assert, achieving more points for having more credit cards. And I, I think that's kind of, uh, People have the misconception there, right? Oh, I'm managing more risk. That's a good thing and positive history. But there's so many slices that are going into this credit score pie. We we want to understand what the other considerations are, such as length of time on account history. Yes. Um, Yeah. yeah, And going from there. Fantastic. How has your world changed, Alan, in the last year and a half? We've talked to Larry on a weekly basis about this. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious in the world of credit restoration, how... March of 2020 hit you and what it's like in September of 2021 now? Wow, the pandemic impacted myself, everyone that we know, right? So with that, obviously came a ton of impact on credit scores and these life events. I've heard, unfortunately, countless scenarios of people losing their employment positions during this pandemic time. So that obviously is causing a burden of having to, you know, keep up with payments during that time. I always give the benefit of the doubt to the client. You can only do so much and circumstances of life will always pop up. So what that's really created is, you know, there's also been stimulus activity and stimulus payments going out. So I think during this time, yes, more errors and more detrimental items are showing up on on clients' reports across the board due to the pandemic. But there's also that opportunity there greater than ever to leverage these laws, utilize some of this government stimulus money that we've received in the past, and actively work towards fixing our credit because this is an investment. This is something that is meant to derive future savings. Rather, Mm -hmm. if one is to just kind of accept what has happened during the pandemic and, okay, I had a a late payment remark added, that late remark is going to be on there for seven years, long after, you know, these, these current times that we're in. So with that in mind, we want to actively fight against these detrimental remarks. Um, what I'm seeing also right now after the, you know, kind of what I'm seeing actively right now is more so these historically great interest rates yes. in the, in the mm-hmm. market. And it's an opportune time to go for financing, yet the housing market itself is more competitive than, than ever. <laughs> of course. So it's great to have a decent credit score, right? And to feel like you're getting that pre-approval. That might be the winning advantage. For someone, it feels like a win, but you always want to lock in the greatest terms possible. Of course, and then you need to differentiate yourself to some of these potential sellers because they're going to be looking for the best deal. We want to actively work through this credit report and make sure that you're getting the best possible deal to make the best offer. Alan Jackmott from Riverstone Law, you've been terrific. Uh, Quickly, uh, I know you can. 
contact Alan through Larry, but uh, do you have a phone number, website, anything by which people can contact you if they've been impressed, as they should very well have been, by your presentation today? I certainly appreciate it. And yes, of course, this is Riverstone Law. We have a great website where you can fill out an inquiry online. I, myself, Alan, am directly available for communication. I'm at 720-598-1065 for Alan at Riverstone Law. Again, that was 720-598-1065. I look forward to chatting with any clients that are out there, I'd love to chat through the scenario, learn the finer details, and actively work towards achieving your goals. And again, a reminder that uh, the SCL mortgage number, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com is the website. Um, it's, again, been among our more informative shows today, right, as right. it always is when guests are in, particularly experts uh, with whom you collaborate, Larry. And uh, Alan, our thanks for taking the time out to join us. We really appreciate it. And of course, as always, Larry, thank you. Thank you, Sandy. It's been a great show. Thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure. Great Come experience. Come back again, Alan. I we'll have you back will. very soon. Always uh, happy to help out with any scenarios. Thanks for having me today. Thank you. And we'll be right back tomorrow morning with the 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. version of the SCL Mortgage Show. And, of course, next Saturday from 7 to 8, as always, every Saturday morning right here on Sports Radio, 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS 120 